Thank you for joining me. You are listening to Real Conversations with Your Wild Sister. I'm Janelle Buckley, your host. Let's get wild. Possible bad language in this podcast. Sorry, not sorry. Hello, Wild Sister family. I am here with my friend Kelly. We are in Wangaratta and to start with, we're about to sit down and Kelly decided she needed to have a shower because she's dirty as. <laughs> but she she was going to remove her colour stay. What is it called? Colour stay. Colour stay lipstick off. And she normally uses baby oil to get it off, but she was putting the baby oil on and her lips were stinging heaps and she was like, what's going on? And she was using nail polish remover. So well done, Kelly. Good job. Good job. <laughs> anyway, I am in Wangaratta. Um, no harmony again. So it's just me and my Kelly, my wild sister Kelly. So we've been mates, friends for a long, long time. She'll be sitting down soon. She's in the background at the moment making a fancy drink out of fresh picked grapefruits from the garden. Some tonic water yeah yeah and vodka yeah why not i'm drinking wine i'm standard cheers cheers <laughs> how are you kel oh not bad a little tired but <laughs> oh why are you tired Far out. three kids do that you know <laughs> well three we have six in this well, house yeah, at the six moment in the house at the moment yes it has been insane <laughs> we, we've been here my husband luke and i and our three kids have been in victoria for five nights Four yeah. nights, five nights, and it feels like four weeks. <laughs> yeah, we have fit so much in. I'd love it's to been know. A bit crazy. Yeah, I'd love to know how many bottles of wine, sparkling vodka, gin. We've pot. How empty was the bottle of Hendrix gin? Oh, it's gone. But well, how full? Oh was no, it, when... it was full. <gasps> was it full? Yeah. Well, there you go. See, happy Tuesday. Yeah. It is cup day. I mean. Yeah, that's fair enough. Got to celebrate. Why not? Horses. How is your gin? I mean, your vodka, grapefruit, and it's Indian really nice. tonic. Is it really? Yeah. Can I smell it? Yeah. Oh, it smells refreshing. It's so tasty. <laughs> so we are gonna have. I'm just gonna talk to you. This is what I did when I like pretty much had a combo with Mum or interviewed her. But I yeah. Just I want to ask you. I'm gonna straight up ask you a question. We'll just see where this conversation goes. Okay. This sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Oh, well, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself, Kelly. Okay, about me. Yeah, go on. I am a single mother of three children, seven, five and two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty busy. Yeah. But awesome. But, yeah, very busy. I part-time work. Yeah, look after the kids. And you live in Wangaratta. I live in Wangaratta. You own a beautiful home that I love. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I love my home. Lots of work to do, but yeah. But it's got good bones. It does. It's got great potential. And the garden already looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. good at it. You're a great homemaker. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I love it. <laughs> I know. So it's lots of fun. All right. Tell me. So you mentioned straight up that you're a single mom. I am. Let's talk life after divorce, even yeah. though you're not technically divorced. Not. But it's just a piece of paper, really. Yeah, who cares? This is, you're separated. It's yeah. over. It's done. So, done and dusted. I was actually a bridesmaid at Kelly's wedding. That's so right. I've been there since the beginning. Yeah, I was right. there before the wedding, before you met the man. That's right. Yeah. You could have warned me. <laughs> did, did I not? No. no. 
Listen, you never know these days. You, don't. you never know. Everyone's... Don't get involved in that. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can help. Yeah. Next. Um, so what? tell me, what is your most, let's talk about what's your favourite part post a relationship where like we don't need yeah. to go into yeah. why I broke up or what like that it, any of the negatives or whatever. Sometimes yeah. things just don't work out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What is your most What's the best part life after? I think my favourite part is the fact that I actually get scheduled breaks now. Mm. Like, you know, as a mother, it's just even, you know, even if you've got a great partner who looks after the kids, it's usually you're still in the same home. So the kids come running to you. They want their mum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, you know, my ex-husband has them every second weekend and every Friday night. So it's like I know at that time every I am week. like completely free. I'm going to have a mental break from thinking about, you know, four people yeah. and just be able to think about me. Like yeah. it's, yeah, that is the best part. Okay. And it has changed me completely. Oh, really? Yeah, completely. Like, completely. Oh, completely. Like if I'm having the most horrible week, you know, the kids are so sick and yeah. it's just – you know, when you get to the end of your tether where you're exhausted, yeah. I just think, you know what, on Friday I'm going to have a break. Yeah. I'm getting a break. And when you're not when you're not separated, when you're both mm. parents are under the same roof, that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Because it's rare for a partner, I don't know about women, like we'll just talk about our experiences or with men, mm. with fathers, it's rare for them to say, babe, go, have a day yeah. off. Yeah. Or like maybe an hour, but not a, they don't offer a day very often. Yeah. And it's so strange because I don't know about you, but I feel guilty. Like I felt guilty if my kids were sick. I would, I would have felt guilty leaving them with my partner. But now I don't. I don't know. Now you don't probably because it's his right or it's his time with them. Exactly. Well, he doesn't have them all week. So, you know, he's got that massive break. And then it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's strange, but that is definitely yeah that has changed my life dramatically. That's so good. Mm. I think that's one of the things I was wondering about today because we're on holidays, extended holidays, and I was thinking about how, like you said, mums always get the kids wanting them. Yeah. Even if there's a bunch of people in the room, mm. the kids always want their mum. And I yeah. was thinking about how, if I were in your position, I would know that in like maybe a week I'd get <clears throat> at least. Like, yeah, a night off. But yep. then, like you said, you do feel guilty leaving them when they're not well. Do you not feel guilty even if they're unwell now? Do you get guilty? No, I when don't. When you feel like they're okay because their dad's yeah, going to be so excited to see them. I think also it's probably changed for him too because, you know, he doesn't see them all the time. So it's not like he's getting home from work and then he's got kids, you know, Every whinging day. kids at night, you know. Yeah. So he has a break all that week. So when he sees them, he doesn't care if they're really sick. He just wants to love them yeah. and care for them. And they're like, Dad. Yeah. So it's probably changed for him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm. we should actually just do this in marriage. Yeah. Maybe people I, should I, like. I absolutely would say do it. <laughs> Every week, mum's leaving the house for yeah. one day. And then dad, you can leave too, but like, let the mum leave. Uh, I think if, yeah, if I were to do it again, and I don't know if I ever will, but. Marriage? Well, okay. yeah, or yeah. just a partner and, you know, yeah. and children, I would definitely do it differently. I would yeah. Yeah, have those scheduled breaks. Because mum if time. you don't schedule it, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. happen. No. No. 
Because mums almost always, most yeah. mums, we know some that don't, most <laughs> mums put their kids first yeah. no matter what, even if it's detrimental to their own health. Yeah, and that's the that's the exact thing. Like, you know, you – well, I know I am such a better mother for having those breaks. Yeah. Like, yeah, the kids come back and I am refreshed. You know, I'm not cranky all the time. Yeah. And, I yeah, I can give them such, you know – so much more emotional, you know, support and yeah. because I'm not completely drained. Yeah. Uh, the way that we parent in the Western world is so backward to me. It, there are some things that change and not everyone's the same, but you look at other cultures and people are so – it takes a village to raise a child mm-hmm. and there's so much more support and a lot of people these days are doing it very much alone. Yes. Especially if they're a mum yes. and they're not working and they're not mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. It, it's hard. I was thinking about it the other day, like especially with, um, you know, grandparents and yeah. Yeah, extended family. Like these days, grandparents – like. People are working till they're, you know, 75. And that's crap. And so, yeah, the the grandchildren like or the, the children of these parents, they don't have the support to, you know, the grandparents are exhausted. So they yeah. can't look after, help look after the grandkids. No. Like, and so it is very much, you know, you're doing it on your own. There's just so much pressure, like, yeah, work-wise and... Yeah, it's hard. And we're so driven by that and it's all about trying to make sure we can build a future for them financially. But at the meantime, what the hell are we doing? We're Mm. so busy. Yeah. How do we make sure? And having break breaks like you just said it's I something I've realized in through my situation over the last couple of years I've had to leave to work a fair bit when I was running the, my business whilst this is catering yeah and some days I was gone for 10 11 hours in a row and mm. had little kids at home and I realized very quickly how on the flip side as a stay-at-home parent I would easily see it from my perspective like you've been out working yeah. but you've had a break and you've had adult conversation and but then I saw it on the other side where as the working parent I would come home and be like yeah but I have been working all day and I do mm. need a break and it's actually helped me heaps to be a better partner maybe because I've had to see you it from understand both sides that. yeah you can understand that side of it and having that break but as a mum like you said mm. as a mum it definitely makes you a better parent to have a break and be away and to miss them yeah because sometimes when you're a mum and it's full on you do it sounds awful but you forget you don't you don't get to miss them no and they don't get to miss you yeah. and kids need to miss their mums sometimes because they they can be so mean to us <laughs> kids are so mean yes, to their mums especially girls mm-hmm they can be really bitchy yep. at a young age. Yes, they can. What is the meanest thing, Charlie, your daughter has ever said to you? Um, oh, not that long ago she told me <laughs> I was the worst mum in the world. Oh. This is my seven-year-old. And she didn't want to live with me anymore. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's fine. If you don't want to live here, somewhere else. So she packed up a little suitcase. <laughs> oh, my God, What? All she had, it was dark. All she had was her pillow and a oh. couple of dolls. So I'm not sure how far she thought she was going. Anyway, so she walked out the front, and I know her pretty well. So I know I knew she wasn't going to go anywhere. I know her very well. So she walked out the front, stayed out there for about ten minutes. <laughs> was it dark? It was dark. Yeah. Oh my god. And then walked back in. <laughs> and, oh. But yeah, it was. I, it was because I wouldn't. It was a simple thing. It was because I wouldn't let her have 
we didn't want to buy her a certain toy or something. I you know. know. I was the worst mum so in the world ridiculous. because of that. Yeah. I'm sure we said those things um, to our mums. Oh, yeah. Probably worse. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. It's a little concerning if she's saying that when she's seven, what she's going to be like when she's 15. I know. I get because nervous about those things. She's going to say, I want to leave home, but she's actually going to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like one, And then one day yeah. we'll be like, oh, wow, can you please call me and check? Yeah. I'll check on you every five minutes. <laughs> oh, no. How do you – so talking about life after divorce, let's mm. quickly – touch on co-parenting so when you're in separate homes and you have separate lives now and you're like it's very over you both know like categorically it's not happening again when you're co-parenting for you your experience how does it feel having to discuss parental issues about the children whether it's discipline or what they're eating or sickness or going to the doctor or splitting cost of things like how do you find all of that because those are the sorts of things after all the emotional drama Mm. of a breakup yeah they're the realistic day-to-day things you have to think about as a parent how do you find that uh it was pretty hard to start with um yeah just trying to get your head around that um but usually you probably as the mum just made all those decisions and never even yeah just been like yep do whatever yes Yep. I trust you. But and then after it's separate, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And I guess he was just around. So, you know, he'd kind of just find out about it, yeah. like being being at home. Or, but yeah. it's, yeah, so it's different when he's not around all the time. But um, look, I'm lucky in the way that we still have a very amicable relationship. So That's so good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm able to, um, in general, speak to him about, you know, any kind of issues and he will support me and I'll support him, yeah. you know, in that way. I mean, we've had, you know, we do have our hiccups still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, not it's it hasn't been too bad. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely getting better. It's taken a bit to sort of sort out and, yeah, get my head around. But, yeah. How do you deal or how have you dealt with times when you've disagreed since the breakup, when you've disagreed on either one of the kids going somewhere or doing something or what's happening or I don't know how to discipline a situation or? Um, I don't know. Look, to be honest, I guess mainly it's like when they're in my care, I guess I do it, you know, my way and he'll do it his way. Yeah. Um. So there hasn't been a lot of disagreements that way. I guess about going to things, like if, you know, he might have the kids and they've got a birthday party or something and he's like, oh, well, I don't really want to take them, you know. Um, oh, and you're like, well, it's you. I've got them. Yeah. So you have to do it. <laughs> and it's, yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, it can be a bit, well, you know, it's your daughter's best friend. She really wants <laughs> to go. Um, so, yeah, sometimes, you know, that can get a bit, you know, not – pleasant but yeah yeah I don't know it's just I guess now that now that I don't have to live with him I'm just like <laughs> I just lay down the law now and it's like well yeah. I don't have to see you so <laughs> I know because you're not emotionally invested yeah, in them exactly. expecting anything from yeah. them except for be a great dad yeah yeah exactly well that's and that's exactly right like I don't have to I mean sounds awful but I do still think about his feelings but I don't yeah, have to think about his feelings so much because my job now is to make sure my kids are, are you know, yeah. it's, it's all about the kids exactly. basically. Like, you don't have to be dealing with a relationship and all mm, that goes with that. Exactly, yeah. How do you feel about 
possible relationships in the future? Oh, honestly. Like going back into that, but in. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when I think about. Um, so I am dating a bit at the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I go for younger guys because when I think about an actual oh my God, serious yes. relationship, it scares the hell out of me. So, <laughs> so I'm like, you stick with guys. Yeah, and probably like, just want to have some fun. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to want anything serious, so they're oh safe. <laughs> like that is a great idea, Kelly. I like where you're headed with that. Listen, and one day I might be ready, but I'm so not ready now. Like I do not have. Yeah. Well, how many years or months is it post break? Uh, like official breakup. So it'll be two years in come Easter. Yeah, so what? No, yeah, over one and a half years. Oh, wow. It feels like longer. Mm, it does. It's <laughs> like way longer. So tell me about this dating you've been oh doing. Oh, my gosh. So dating. <gasps> wow. Dating is so different these days. <laughs> yeah. So. Like the last time you dated, you were in your early 20s. Yeah. So I met my husband in when I was 22. Yeah, so that was, you know, the last time I guess I dated anyone else. And, yeah, it's like I, I was never on Tinder. I um, Did that even exist back then? I don't know. I don't know, but I never <laughs> knew about it. <laughs> oh, my God, neither. But it's bizarre. It's like this whole other world. Yeah, because I've never either and I'm still married yeah. for now. No. <laughs> Well, so, who knows? I can hook you up. I might be, you can teach me how to use Tinder. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You, like, especially because, so you live in Wangaratta, which is mm-hmm. my old stomping ground also. Yeah. But Wangaratta is a country town, but a mm-hmm. larger country town. Like there's 25,000-ish yeah. sort of in the area. So I do wonder how it goes on Tinder when you put, because so in Tinder you yes. use a location. Per yes. kilo, like kilometers. Yes. So how often do you swipe or whatever and see pictures of people you know come up? Yeah, fairly often. What do you like? Is I, it weird to know? Is it? Do you get excited to see who's on there? Like <laughs> it's kind of like wang gossip easily yeah. at your fingertips. I know. Well, because I don't want at this point anything too serious. I do not date anyone around From here. No. Nah. So you got to extend the search. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. Yeah, no, it's, oh, look, yeah, I've already, you know, there's been enough gossip already. I don't need any more. Oh, so. my God, isn't it the worst? Like, oh. that's one thing I don't miss from living yeah. here. I, I miss you guys. I miss my family. I miss some of the nostalgia and I'm, we're having such a great time here. But one, that's one thing, even now, like, I didn't want to go to the supermarket mm. the first or second day we arrived because I was thinking, oh, Oh my god, who am I going to see? And and yeah, mm. like gossip. Oh my god, I've had I've had my fair share of gossip issues in the past living here. Not my like not necessarily. I mean, god, who knows? People could have been saying heaps of shit behind my back. I wouldn't yeah. know. But like, yeah, it's different living up in northern New South Wales near the Gold Coast. I don't really know many people, mm. and it's a sort of open area, so I can kind of go out and be completely anonymous no one knows who i am i can act like a weirdo i can cry in public no one really cares okay here's a story for you okay so yes a kelly story this is the best yeah (laughs) i had just started on tinder and i think it was no it was my it was my very first tinder date yes it was so we went out for brunch in wangreta he was not from here but he traveled down so we went out okay to brunch and we went to this cafe 
saw quite a few people we, I knew, but, you know, didn't worry too much about that. We're sitting down outside the front of this cafe, you know, just sort of chatting, a little bit awkward, getting to know each other, you yeah. know, those awkward. Oh, I just got, like, nervous. <laughs> those awkward when you first meet someone, you know. Anyway, I look up and across the road from this cafe, which is mm -hmm. the RSL in Wangaratta, mm -hmm. standing on the deck are my three children. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm like, oh dear. Anyway, wait, but with with their dad? Well, I didn't see their dad. Yes, apparently he was there, but I just oh my saw God. my three children, and they were staring straight oh at me, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether to wave. I didn't know. I was just like, and I said to my, I I told him that I had children at this stage. I said. Oh, my three children are just over there. Oh That's interesting. Did you wave to them? Like, what are you doing? I kind of was just like, hi. <laughs> and wow, that's so it was, awkward. It was like, so awkward. Did they ask you? Or yes. So, really? And to oh, my ex-husband's -hus credit, he sent me a text saying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's decent. So that was good. And then when I picked them up from his house the next day, they're like, Mum, who were you having brunch with? Oh, God. And to my ex-husband's credit again, he jumped in and said, it's just one of your mum's friends. She'll tell you about it if she wants to. Like, so, Oh, that's real. Wow. Yeah. How mature. I know, him. it was. So, yeah, look, that's just basically what I say. It's just, you know, a friend, which it is because, yeah. you know, we've only just met. So it's a friend. And it's not like you're talking about the birds and the bees to, like, no. kids under seven that no. often. no. And I will not about introduce, you know, anyone to them unless it's going to be serious because I do not want, you know, guys in and out of their lives yeah, for them to I'm fall in love with and then yeah. they're gone. Like, so, um, yeah, but, yeah, that was a Wang story. Oh, they, that's why oh, I don't sure date in Wang. <laughs> like, even when you break up like you said you've got an amicable relationship mm. now but even when you're going through a breakup regardless of what it's from mm. or what's caused it or or who's involved mm. pe people in a country town would oh. have been did you find at that at the time hard? it was horrific yeah it was horrible I, I no I um I just to go I used to just get these massive anxiety attacks just to go anywhere because yeah. it was just yeah like you're going through this most horrible <clears> time <throat> And so I knew, like, there was a lot, like, you know, a lot of stuff that happened and we won't go into it, but there was a lot of stuff happened and I knew that, you know, a lot of the town knew about it and it was yeah. just, yeah, And you, everyone that looked at you, you're thinking, oh, yeah. oh, my God, do they and know? What do they think? Are they judging yeah. me? What are they? Well, and I guess I found with a lot of people, a lot of people stopped talking to me and not because they were being mean. I oh, think they really? were just like... I don't know what to say. Like, you know, you know that. That's so awkward. Yeah. Like they, they would see me and it was like, oh, you know, what do I say to her? Like it's such an awful time, you know, yeah. when you separate from someone with three little kids and they, you know, and all this stuff's happened. And, and you know, your families, people know of you. You're connected to different yeah. businesses and different like football clubs. And so there's a lot yeah. in a country that it extends far the reach yeah. of who knew yeah. you, so, know you. So normally people that would be like, you know, oh, hi, Kelly, how are you going? Really? Were just, well, cold. Well, just not cold. They just were kind of awkward, not, you know, they didn't want to make contact or eye contact or didn't because, yeah. 
And also people probably go through that, oh, God, do I talk to her or do I talk to him? Will one of them be upset? Mm. They don't know what's going on necessarily. Like they might know the rumours, but they don't know the truth. Yeah. And that might be really uncomfortable. Did Mm. you have anybody do anything weird? Like separating from your husband, a person you've been with for years and years, children, Um, did you have anyone do or act weird to you uh, that was obviously to do with it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, besides that, besides them sort of just avoiding me a little just because it was uncomfortable. No, not not really. No, that's good. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, um, it was, it, it was an awful time until, yeah, I got, yeah. My head's how did you just? How did you get over the like social anxiety of that? When did you stop? How long did it take you to stop, like uh, catching your breath and feeling nervous to get out of the house? Well, I guess at the time, it's it. You feel well. I felt so shameful. It's like you know, I'm a failure. My yeah. marriage has failed. I'm oh, a failure. You know, even though you know I hadn't done anything. I guess deliberately wrong or but yeah it's you still feel that like you know what is wrong with me yeah what, you know um, are people thinking yeah what is wrong with yeah. Me? yeah why why does my husband not want to be with me what you know yeah. am I such a horrible person yeah. or you know um so I guess once I kind of started getting my confidence back and my yeah. self-esteem back and started thinking you know what this isn't me like it's, yeah. It just it hasn't worked. It doesn't. It's not a reflection of me yeah. as a person. It's yeah. yeah. I guess once I got my head around that, I and got my confidence back in myself. Then I started being fine. I was like, you know what? I haven't done anything wrong. Nothing it's to be just, ashamed nothing of. Nothing to be ashamed of. It's just happened. Doesn't matter. Happens so, to one in three or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, once yeah, once I could start thinking like that. Which, yeah, it took a little while because, I mean, at the time I was so low as well. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I just had Fair a baby. Enough. Oh, my God, you know, yeah, you'd had a tiny baby. Yeah. Was, Archie was how old when you – oh, well. Well, when, you know – When the shit hit the fan. The shit hit the fan. <laughs> you Archie was only two weeks old. Oh, yeah. fuck. So, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's – so I was pretty, you know, yeah. Not in a like good place. Like already your oh, two-week postpartum. Without life. everything else. Yeah. It's already a very vulnerable, delicate time, yeah. let alone add the mix of a falling apart marriage, yeah. your best friend kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's horrendous. May I say mm. that you've never been this confident. You said, mm. I've got my confidence back. Oh. That's not even true. When yeah. I look at you, you're like a whole new person. I am. You're I am. You're a 30-something confident arch. <laughs> it's okay. Like we can be honest. Babe. I'm 37. It's yeah, 30. okay. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that either. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey cheers. Um, yeah, we look great for 37. Um, yeah, I think you are more confident than ever before. I would agree, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We talked yeah. about this earlier today about how you said going back in your life, had we not like both of us were saying, had we not been through certain things in our life, mm. we may have made, like, not saying that we, like, you wouldn't have chosen to be with, I'm not saying all of that, but mm. that we would be, have made more confident decisions in the way we dated Definitely. and the, what we were yeah. hoping for or how we went about things when it came to relationships. Yeah. What's like the one big lesson that you would love to pass on to your kids, probably especially Charlie because she's the girl? Oh, 
Do you know what? Just <laughs> sounds wait. I feel like you're gonna say try before you buy. <laughs> no, I'm pretty kidding. much. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in church. No. Yeah, but no, it's true. Like I guess I felt like because I grew up in a strict, well, you know, quite strict Christian home. It was like. Well, you meet a guy and you know, you go on a couple of dates. Well, that's it. You you're, marry you're him. Basically married yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And now otherwise you're a tease. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yeah. It's so, really, really <clears throat> trauma. It's really yeah. damaging. It is. To teach it young is. women and men yeah. that dating is uh, is only you know, yeah, that yeah. you can't date too much or it's going to ruin no. your and chances. I felt like, you know, if I dated them, well, I owed them something. Yeah, no, like, it's so it's sad. So, it, like yeah, he buys you so dinner, wrong. you got to do something yeah. in return. And that's kind of old school. I don't think that's even church necessarily. No. That's a lot. Yeah, probably. But how do we teach our kids to feel that, like, that confidence where you – can go. I wished I dated more. I don't mm. have any regrets. Of, like I don't wish I'd slept with a bunch of more people or anything. Yeah. I just wished that I had had the confidence to mm. be able to go on dates with these, you know, yeah. the nice guys Different that had asked people. me out, and yeah. be able to confidently say at the end of maybe one or two dates, "This yeah. has been so fun. I'm so sorry. I just don't feel like this is yeah. going anywhere, but I've had a blast, and not yep. feel like I'm hurting them, yeah, and not feeling like I owe them anything, yeah. And I'm like, I'm doing that now, and. I just is it empowering? It is, and you know, I'm finding the men are they're fine with that. Like, yeah. I think I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing. Like, yeah, but it's it's so eye opening for me to meet. Like, I'm meeting so many different sorts of people, like yeah. different sorts of men, and actually finding out. What I really like and what I don't oh, yeah. like, Which where I you... never did that before. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, I just, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I guess my um, horizons were kind of, yeah, in a little box. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't have this big scope that no. I feel like I have now. Like it's, yeah, and you weren't allowed to get it because if you no. did, it'd be a tease. Well, yeah, I didn't feel like I was allowed to. Yeah, no, that's so, really sad. I really mm. want our, I want all of our children to understand that. Um, dating is dating. That's what mm. it is. Dating isn't relationships. No. Dating is meeting people, meeting someone, hanging out and seeing if you like mm. them. Dating isn't banging. Dating no. isn't constantly having to like, oh, whoops, I had to sleep with him because he bought me dinner. Oh, I've yeah. got to, you know, buy her this because whatever. I just, yeah. it's dating is two people hanging out, doing an activity that yeah. doesn't have to be in any way relationship or sexual. Yeah. And that it, takes yeah. the pressure off. It does. And I have met some wonderful male friends and we're simply just friends like yeah. but some really that are enriching friends. your life yeah and may i say also you and i are often drawn to male friendships more than female friendships because of our personalities yeah aren't we like yes. i feel like i even in school i have a few good like great friendships with females mm. That I still have today, but I just was always drawn to male energy, and yeah. I, because it was just easy, I feel, and yeah. I enjoyed it more in a lot of ways. I think because both of us kind of like banter, and we like to have a crack bit cheeky, at, yeah, a bit of a crack at each other or other people, yeah. and sometimes women don't take that so well. Like, whereas men, yeah, whereas yeah. men are like, you know, they always do that. Oh my god, I just realized something. It's yeah. so funny. You harmony. Um, 
like a, quite a few friends and family members in my life are the same. Like we're yeah. friends with women who like being friends with men. Yeah. Like it's so funny to me. Maybe we're a type of woman. We just woman. like hanging shit on each other. And yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's funny too because sometimes it can be almost flirty, but yeah. which like bad, bad flirting. Like, yeah, like yeah. I've always struggled, but I'm a terrible flirt. So are you. Like you are. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Like it's like our love language. I don't know. <laughs> no, but sometimes yeah. it can be that way. But it never needs to cross a line where it becomes yeah a mm. relationship. I've got so many great male friendships with men that I've that's never been in any way romantic, yeah. and yeah. I love that. It's so refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Not to say female friendships aren't the bomb. Oh no, obviously. Of course, us girls got to stick together. I know. Literally, <laughs> we have got so many bastard men in this world. We've got to protect each other. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, okay, let me ask you maybe one more question Mm -hmm. and then you can tell me one thing after that. But let me ask you, what was the first – wait, let me think about this. (laughs) What was the first thing you did that was like a ceremonial thing after your breakup with your ex? Oh, Okay. That's a tricky one. Yeah, like some people might, I don't know, flush their ringtones for it. I don't know. Like what's a ser- like what did you do that you felt was it like change his name in your phone? Like some people have their husband's name as hubby or wifey well, or whatever. I don't know. I think I was in a cloud for so long that yeah, I don't know. I didn't kind of I did, I guess I didn't really do anything for a while. Uh, but I remember it wasn't that long ago that I changed my name back to my maiden name on Facebook. Oh. And that was a big moment for me. I was like, wow. That is a big moment. It I changed was. your name in my phone like pretty much straight away. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, cut that name off and yeah. back to the maiden name. Which was funny because it was already still there. You had three names. Like you had, you were like a hyphen in yeah. my phone. Not on purpose. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. I felt. I guess I felt a bit funny about that because I was like, do I want to have a different name to my children? Yeah, like that, that would be that really That felt hard. a bit heart-wrenching to me. But, yeah, I've, I've kind of come to terms with that. So I'm okay Yeah, with that, that is. That would be so yeah. hard. I, always, I do think about that because I've heard a few people say that about going mm. back to their maiden name and saying the only – some that don't and say the only mm. reason they keep their – married name is because they want the same name as their kids which is complete a great reason yeah like, I do not judge I think that's yeah definitely enough. but for me I think I haven't done the whole divorce thing yet but you know Will I, you? I, yes. I mean obviously yeah I've I've looked into it and I do want to because yeah for me that is quite empowering like even just changing it on Facebook I felt quite empowered yeah. like did to... anyone say anything or inbox you or did yeah. you say something yeah really uh, no um I don't think Nick did, but um, I wonder how that how that made him feel. I bet that would have been a little sting. Like yeah, regardless of how probably. things end, I think the, the the guy who gave you his name would find that of a yeah shock. I remember when I was talking to him <laughs> about divorce, he was like, he he got a bit, you know, oh what, what? are you gonna, are you planning on getting remarried? <laughs> oh was, my god, no! I just don't want no. to be married to you. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're not living together. What's the rush? He said, "That's what he said." What's the rush? Oh, you planning on getting remarried again? <laughs> so it was oh, a little funny. bit of a sting, I think. But um, yeah, for me, that's kind of feels like I'm taking my power back a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, will you have a divorce yeah. party? Because I'll arrange it. 
a love party planning. Um, yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> I never thought I'd arrange a divorce party, but I'm so on board to Now do that it. we're getting older, you might be arranging a few. <laughs> oh, you never yeah. know. I know. Do you know, I was thinking recently about the different chapters of life and you, mm-hmm. know, you have your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, just to be broad. Yeah. And it's really quite funny in your 20s, most of the time, you're surrounded by all your friends and you're getting engaged, getting yep. married, buying houses and having first babies. And yep. first babies are easy and fun and beautiful and mm-hmm. cutesy. Then you get to your 30s and everyone's having their third or fourth baby and it's all fucking hectic. <laughs> and then they're getting divorced, losing homes, all this yep. shit's going all on. possible. shit's happening. And, yeah, your 30s, yep. it gets real, like, yep. for the relationships in yep. your life. Yeah. So I do wonder in the for, in your, our 40s, I wonder what, what the hell's hell going like. to happen. <laughs> Remarriages. Remarriage. We'll just do the whole cycle again. Yeah, yeah. In our 50s, we'll divorced. We'll have no child. Oh, my we'll God, no. Again. Kelly, will no. you have any more children? Oh, my God, you didn't say no straight away. No, I know. I know. I am shocked to my core. Yeah, well, I don't know. I I really thought the answer was going to be be full on no. Wow. It's not a full on no, but there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Um, provisos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of conditions. That's what I'm looking for. A lot of conditions if this would happen. Give me some. Okay. Give me some EGs. If I, it would definitely not happen if I met someone who already had children. That's because I've got three. Even add another one, that's four, that's enough. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but if I met someone who didn't have any children um, and who really wanted a child, but it would have to be soonish because I do not want to be an old, old mum. Yeah, yeah. So I would, I would say yes, okay, but I would talk a lot about yeah. it. It would be like, and I wouldn't be the full-time stay-at-home mum. Because yeah. I have plans already for what I want to do with my career now. Like yeah. I feel like. What path is perfect for you? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I've raised my kid. Well, not raised them, but, you know, I'm getting to that point where I can start going back to work and, you know, building. Study. Study, yeah. build my career again. And I'm so excited about that. And so I would be saying if I did meet someone who wanted a child, I'd be like, okay, well. You are going to have to be very, very, very hands-on. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, it would be a very big discussion. Wow, that's really yeah. amazing because I can't imagine if I was in your position, if I would I, – I don't. I just wouldn't because I can't put my body through another pregnancy. Oh, I know, I'm yeah, that, that kind of – But I'm fresher than you. Feel... I've got a five-month-old, so maybe yes, in like true. another year and a half I might be different. Yeah. No, I don't think so because no. I'll be nearly 40. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I would not look forward to pregnancy or anything, but, yeah, I – I guess, like, if it was someone who had never had a child and I and really, really loved yeah. them and, you know, I would do it for them. But it wouldn't – I guess it wouldn't be something that I would wish and hope for, but yeah. I would, yeah. That's so interesting because I've talked to my brother, Mal, about yeah. this after his separation with his ex and yeah. he's got two gorgeous kitties, um, my nephew and niece, and he says – like, he actually did say, re- like, recently, yeah – Definitely, I'd have another child. I was like, well, Oh, really? Yeah. And I was shocked. Again I know, yeah, as well. because I, Matt, he has adamantly said to me, No way. Not a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I asked him, like, what it was similar to you. He mm. said, If it was, if I meet a great chick who's 
never had children, who's mm. got her head screwed on, yeah. and who's independent and not crazy. So, <laughs> like, well, that's always helpful. <laughs> you know, um, he said he would, yeah, definitely consider mm. having another child. Oh, and wow. it would, and it would, yeah, but, but that again, like a lot mm. of conditions yes. and it would have to well, be. Well, I think you learn, like you learn. What, well, you when know, you're older, you're having, smarter, hopefully. Exactly. Before you have kids, you don't realise what it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you yeah. don't, and you don't know who you really are. I've said no, it. No, I've said it in you the do past. Not. Yep. No. I in other podcasts I've said you. I feel like it brings out the worst in you in a lot of ways. Mm. Brings out the best, and I think we all know that, and we expect that. Oh, yeah. mothers oh, especially. You certainly find out a lot about yourself. Yeah, and you yeah. find out what triggers you, what pushes you the hardest, mm-hmm. what lengths you can go to. Yeah. How little, little sleep you can live on. Yes. Oh my god, it's crazy. Being, I'm so yeah. grateful for the experience of being a parent. I, if mm. I could never have biologically had kids, I, I've mm. said this too to you. Yeah. In the last week, I would have. I think it was you. I would have. Luke and I would have adopted, yeah. not gone through any IVF or any of that. Yeah. I thought, well, the world's overpopulated anyway. For sure, I'd love to adopt. And I've even asked Luke. So we've got three kids, and before we had Tom, we were. I said, would you adopt? Because I feel like there's another being that's meant to be around us. And he was like, no way. (laughs) And I get it because it's like a big deal adopting a child from someone else and not knowing, Mm. you know, their DNA, all that sort of stuff. You don't know. Sometimes people are born crazy. So (laughs) he uh, said no, but I, and I respect that. But I think I could, even now, if we were financially, like if we were super duper rich (laughs) and had everything was great, I've, Right now, I think I could adopt it, yeah. another, even if it was someone older, although I would never adopt a child older than my kids. I have yeah. a weird thing about it yeah. just because of the, yeah, yeah, the possible that... negatives of them changing the yeah, dynamic, yeah. like they yeah. have to be younger. Yes. Yes, I understand. How would you feel about being a step-parent? Um, I It would not bother me at all because I, it doesn't matter if, the kids are biologically mine or yeah. not i would i know that i would yeah, love I them i believe you yep yeah i for sure believe um that. i yeah i i love children like and i just have so much compassion and care for children so it yeah. would not worry me yeah that i feel like my you children. would be the best stepmom oh, like you. i would want you to be my stepmom if <laughs> i didn't don't hang out with my dad too much that's weird <laughs> <laughs> i actually um have thought for a long long time that i would like to foster care yeah um so depending on what happens in future i I wouldn't do it now because my kids are too young and you know i don't have the energy to put into it right now but as my kids get older if yeah i haven't you know well depending on what situation i am in i would like to do foster care yeah i would love to do i would love to be a foster parent as well but the same as you even with Luke and with, I mean, obviously this time in our lives isn't a great time for us to be adding extra pressure. No. Because of stuff going no. on. But I would love to foster kids. I have such a heart like you do for. Yeah. Um, Just to be able to put something for these kids that have gone through such a hard time, to be able to put some love and yeah. stability into their well, lives. Well, one of like, our best friends, yeah. Sarah, she yes, has she's three amazing. Of her, oh, one of the most selfless, kind women you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And she recently or in the last couple of years, has basically fostered, I don't know if it's technically, but she's basically yep. fostering a 
what is she 18 yet? She's I think she's 17. 17. Still. Yeah. Lexi. And she's been, her and her husband have been looking after her and she's been living with them under their care for a couple of years. Now she'll nearly be 18 and be able to move out and all that jazz. But literally this girl has had a life. Mm-hmm. We all know yep. what she's been through, what's happened, her situation. And I know, and I'm still, and I tell Sarah this all the time, that girl's whole future now mm-hmm. is brighter. Oh, brighter completely changed. Because yep. of them. I if don't, you, and it's not I don't been think easy. she would have, like, I think she would have not been in school still. No. Like, she wouldn't have had an ed- education yet without. Yeah. There what, could have been so many scenarios. Oh, so many, yeah. But this girl, and regardless, and I always say this to Sarah about what they've done, is that even if she goes, you know, the, down a wrong path because of whatever trauma she's been through because she, if some people just make that choice. Mm-hmm. Even if she does that, she will always have this part of her life that was so wonderful where she was so cared that it will pull her back onto yeah, the right track. I agree. And I don't think she would have ever had that without what they've done no for way. her. No way. And she knows it too. Yeah. She's so lucky. So yeah. that's one of the, th- those sorts of stories make me want to foster as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing. I know. Maybe you will. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been so. Yeah, in a few years. This (laughs) has been so nice talking with you. We need to podcast together again. Okay, let's do it. We should definitely do some more. Next time I'll come to Queensland. Okay. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, if I have to. If you have to. Really have to. (laughs) Listen, it has been bloody cold here at night. (laughs) I know. I'm loving it, kind of. It's nice to be it, it is, Yeah, it's nice to cuddle up under the dunas and feel yeah. Yeah, snuggly. Drink red wine. Oh, we do that yeah. all the time. Yeah, look, it doesn't matter if it's cold <laughs> or warm. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Kelly. Thank you. This has been great. We will talk some more. Oh, wait, before we go, one mm. last thing I wanted to ask you. Yes. This is important and then we can wrap up. Okay. If you could give advice to anyone going through a separation, divorce, any of that, and they're in the yep. thick of it, what is the one big thing you would like to say to them? Oh, okay. The biggest thing, I guess, is however much you're hurting because, you know, it's it does. It's excruciating, you know, someone that you have put your complete heart and soul into. Mm-hmm. However much you're hurting, if you have children, just remember they are the innocent parties and yeah. they have done nothing wrong and just put as just put all of you know the horrible things aside and just think about them you might you know really hate your partner yeah but your children might love them well should hopefully, hopefully love, love them. them yeah so yeah if just yeah i guess that's it just i you know i could have absolutely hated my partner for some of the things he did but i just as my children's father i love him for that i yeah. you know for, and will always have that yeah and that's right that. and so i you know i always tell my children to that you know to love their dad and yeah and it is it's not doing it for even for him it's doing it for them yeah because it means they don't have to choose between parents know, yeah. you know they feel secure because they know oh I can love both my parents, you know, if you yeah. are bagging at your partner or whatever. Or sneakily, because I came, Yeah, because I them. came from a separated family and it was not nice. No. You know, my mum was said horrible things about my father. To and you guys? I, 
Yeah. yeah, and I remember feeling like I had to choose, and that is just a horrible place to put your children. Completely in. unfair. So yeah, that's my advice. Just as hard it is, as hurt as you are, put that aside and think about your kids and what's yeah. best for them. What? How do you put it aside? Do you oh. run? Do you punch walls? Like how do you put it aside when you're feeling so emotionally oh. angry and hurt and vulnerable? I don't know. I guess you've just got to think, okay, my children. Like you've just got to put that at the forefront of your mind, the yeah. children. Yeah. You know, what is best for them? Because that kind of makes you go, yeah. okay, you know, I can't do that because that's going to hurt them. Yeah, and one day you mm. have to answer to them as well. Oh, so not yeah. just it, – it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Those kids one day – like I, I'm from a separated home mm-hmm. as well, and but when I was older than you, I was like 17, mm-hmm. nearly 17, and, oh, my God, still my poor parents, my siblings and I, sometimes mm. we still go at them about stuff. Like yeah. you did this and you did that and – yeah. And, like, they already have enough ammunition, our kids, yeah. like, in our lives. Don't you have enough ammunition against your parents regardless of adding to mm. it by bagging out the parent or coaching them or causing drama? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think, like, I think that kids don't necessarily need their parents to be together to have that, you know, family, confident sort of, you know, like a like relationship. A solid. solid yeah. yeah, solid stability. But... If as long as the parents are working together and, yeah, have the same goal for their kids, you yeah. know, to, you know. Another thing you have done so well that I'm so proud of you for is creating a, a space in your family when you were still with your ex where you left no stone unturned. I think that when you're a parent, you and your partner, the children did not choose to be born into this situation if you've got issues no matter what's happened except for obviously abuse and things like that that's no brainer yeah that's different you have an obligation to your kids to Mm. just try every last thing you can try Mm -hmm. before giving up Mm -hmm. and then it's not really giving up then it's just calling it a day saying righto we tried everything and sometimes the other person might not but you Oh my God, you literally never gave no. up and you tried everything. And one day mm. when the kids are grown, if they ever come at you with a, why did you, or you should have, or any of that yeah. crap, I will be there behind you saying, um, police, <laughs> she did everything. Do not complain about it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I copped a bit of flack from people that probably family, especially my yeah. family. Um, you know, why are you still, you know, hanging in there? You I know, thought it. All this. I don't know yeah. if I ever said it to you, but <laughs> I thought it. I was like, oh, my God. Just, like, just I don't let get him it. go. And, yeah. And, you know, and that's probably a fair call. But you know what? I'm so glad I did because it made it so much easier for me to mm-hmm. get over because I was like, I know it's done because I have tried Absolutely. I've given it a hundred and fifty percent. Like yeah. I've done everything. And I, I so there was no doubt in my mind that oh maybe it could have worked if yeah. this happened. We didn't try hard enough, yeah. we didn't do this, we didn't there do that. There was not no doubt at all. Yeah. So it made it easy for it's so much easier for me to move on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really glad that I, I did. am glad too. And I remember mm. when you finally when it was definitely over when you said that to me. Mm. And I realised that because I was still being such a teenager in my head about it. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, like how just, annoying. Yeah. Like, 
She being a jerk. Extra, yeah, <laughs> just and move on. Had it a whole year ago. This could have been like all that stuff yeah. goes in my mind. But also, I may may have been kind of reflecting that off watching my part, like my brother break up with you. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Like, so I was it probably was like, happy. Eh, "What's going on?" Yeah. Oh, I bet. Look, I can. I you know, I probably would have been the same if it was happening you know to my because you don't want to see your friends or your family getting hurt so no. I would have been the same but protective exactly it's hard to when you have friendships like growing up we all knew each other we've mm-hmm. known like I was a bridesmaid at your wedding yeah um talking about my brother and his breakup because it's happened at a similar time all these people were connected and by blood as well there are children who are connected by blood so yeah I find that one of the most awkward like even now I still haven't seen Nick since you guys have I I don't know anyway like I haven't seen him this trip because he's not here at the moment but that's so weird I was thinking wow I used to hang out with you all the time like Mm. we used to have drinks together you were my mate and now it's like oh you're my friend's ex this is weird do we do we act normal how do we yeah it's so silly but these thoughts go through my mind yeah 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 it's funny it is it's weird you have to be and sometimes I think it's more awkward for everyone else than us like I think we just kind of you're, You're like, like this. Well, this is what it is. Then, yeah. <laughs> I think it is more awkward for the people surrounding yeah, it, probably. And like you said, because of the emotional investment for the people on the outside, wanting to be protective, like family. Yeah. That's where I'm yes. learning yeah. to back off and not to get yeah. upset for people. I like think yourself, you've got to or... let people run their own race, like especially yeah. in relationships, because no one does it the same, and you know, yeah. you you don't know what's going on 100% no. like no matter you know how much someone might tell you like there's always that other side of the story that someone that sees it differently and yeah. so yeah you I think with relationships you've just got you know be supportive yes but you've yeah. got to let people yeah and like people always have said to me about relationships and even in church days people used to say this that you even if someone tells you what's happening, like you said, even mm. if someone gives you their side, yeah. there's two sides. Exactly. And, and it doesn't mean they're lying. It. it just means they're seeing it from their perspective. Yeah. And then there's another perspective. Like, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's such yeah. a, oh, this has been such a good chat. I love talking about this stuff because it's just part of life. It is, yeah. And we lived it as kids of divorced parents, although my parents aren't divorced. <laughs> They're like still married. I don't know if, oh yeah, mine are because my mum's remarried. Oh my god! <laughs> For a second, oh, I hope like, they are. <laughs> legally, she's in trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well, this has been so great. Salute to you. Thank you. You need another drink. Good chat. Yes, I do. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Love you, Kel. Let's do this Love you again too. soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to a Your Wild Sister podcast. Thank you so much for joining this conversation. I hope that you get a lot out of it. I hope that you feel like you're a part of this crazy wild family. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram at Your Wild Sister, you can DM me, be a part of this conversation. Keep it real and raw. Keep it wild. See you next time.